Dear Cheap Astronomy So what is the right message to send to the aliens? Keen listeners may be familiar with Cheap Astronomy's ongoing despair at Earth's lacklustre attempts to communicate with the wider universe. A few episodes back, we ran through the history of our deliberate meta-communications, that is, messaging extraterrestrial intelligences, about 90% of which have been music. This assumes that aliens have ears and an atmosphere of roughly equivalent density to Earth's that would enable effective sound conduction. It also assumes that the aliens will be able to work out from first principles that the signals we sent are meant to be converted into audio and then constructed the necessary equipment and were then overwhelmed by hearing music from an alien species. I mean, maybe they'd be overwhelmed? But imagine the situation in reverse, where we received our first extraterrestrial and intelligent signal. The best minds in the world would spend years working through it, before hesitantly announcing that the aliens liked doing the ooby-dooby and wanted to let us know about it. I mean, it could still be profound for some. It is a genuine handshake across the light years. But surely a few of us are going to end up thinking, what, that's it? Couldn't they at least send through the specs for a fusion reactor? To be fair, Frank Drake and others have sent messages with a bit more hardcore science. But they do still all come down to just being conversation openers. We sent some prime numbers to indicate we know math a depiction of Earth and the solar system, a DNA molecule, and the inevitable picture of a man and a woman holding hands. In sending such a message, we are inviting a response, which might be more math, a depiction of their planet, their reproductive coding molecule, and something from their own family album. So that's all great, but you're looking at several hundred years to send the message and an equivalent amount of time to get the reply. So if we don't want to spend millennia just exchanging business cards, maybe we should be trying to start a more interesting conversation. For example, let's skip the niceties and ask whether they've managed to harness fusion power, or whether they know how to cheaply and efficiently sequester CO2 within rocks, Or maybe they figured out a cheap form of artificial photosynthesis so we can turn our excess CO2 into glucose on an industrial scale, solving climate change and world hunger in one go. And if nothing else, maybe they have some good rocket engine designs to share. Keen Cheap Astronomy listeners would be aware that we think all the nervousness about identifying ourselves to malevolent aliens is kind of silly. After all, we have already broadcast our presence and provided our favourite song lists, so the damage is kind of done anyway. The key point is the speed of light means that whoever receives our message may only do so after it's hundreds of years old. So if it does turn out that they're evil aliens, all we've really done is to indicate where our technological development was hundreds of years ago, which is kind of like telling someone we have cannons when we actually have nuclear weapons. So, why not move beyond just saying, here we are, we know about prime numbers, and here's our favourite dance mix? Let's instead start some kind of transactional discussion. Show them what we've got, and ask them to reciprocate. 
Of course, the question then is what have we got that's really worth anything to an alien species? We can't actually build a fusion reactor. Showing off our nuclear weapons is probably not the way to go. So, 3D printers? High-efficiency batteries? Planes, trains and automobiles? Whatever we do say, there is some risk of embarrassment, but we do have to start somewhere. So, why not keep the music, but use it as a backing track to an even richer story? And one that's about sharing.